Hello, and welcome to A Day in the Life podcast. This is a series that aims to recognize employees from various roles by providing insight into each department responsibilities and functions. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed, feel free to reach out to the People, Learning, and Development team at learning.nam at strawman.com. Welcome to A Day in the Life podcast. I am your host, Kathy Cabrera, and today I am joined by Aurelio Sahagan, who is the Executive Vice President of Strawman Group North America. Hi, Aurelio. How are you today? Hi, Kathy. Very well. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us. I know that, um, well, at least for me, this is very important that you're taking time out of your busy schedule to meet with us and to let the organization know a little bit more about you. So thank you so much for your time. Sure. I love this podcast. I, I listen to as many as I can. Awesome. Thank you. We love to have a fan on the on the, on the podcast as well. Um, so let's start off with, with your role, Executive Vice President, right, for North America. I think for typically for most people, they get the gist of it, right? You're you're doing a lot of strategic things. In my vision, I, I see you in meetings, going from meeting to meeting to meeting and doing tons of those things um, pretty much every single day. But that's just my perception. I'd love to hear from you. What does a normal day in your life look like? Well, you pretty much described it. <laughs> I think it's going from meeting to meetings when, when I'm not traveling. So I think we're all busy. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in the end, my role is to help coordinate the efforts that we're doing collectively to, to succeed as an organization. So uh, I consider myself uh, a, uh, not an expert on anything specifically. I, I just need to understand all different areas of the business enough that I can mm. contribute. And then it's just a question of, of getting the groups together and, and, and helping on not just the strategic side of things, but also um, not to neglect the execution of them. I think mm. you need to have the right balance. So my, the biggest challenge probably is just making sure that those meetings are effective and making yeah. sure that you know we're we're moving along. I think we all spend a lot of time on meetings. Yeah. So the idea that to, to trying to make those meetings efficient and to the point, and and I think that's very important. Yeah. There has to also be a lot of trust, right, with your team. You know, because you're you're there, you're meeting with them, you're talking through stuff, but also acknowledging that they know enough to go and do the things that you guys all decided on. <laughs> oh, but that's. I think that applies to anybody in the organization yeah. at management level. Is that you will never know as much as the people you're working with. They're more experts in their respective areas than I am. Absolutely. I love that. Now, is there a task within your role that might surprise people? Is there anything that you do that people might be like, oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't know that he that would be something he would do. Oh, well, other than obviously I travel a lot and I do think mm -hmm. I really enjoy the customer uh, interactions, not so much as a task as much as how I go about it is that I've actually been spending quite a bit of time lately in trying to understand where do I spend more time? Mm. Uh, um, where can I be more impactful in the time I spend every day? Uh, right. And then prioritizing different things. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Eisenhower matrix and you know separating between what's important, what's urgent. Yeah. And I think that I've been I've been trying to be very intentional about that. I'm I'm a disaster as it as it uh, relates <laughs> to uh, self discipline. So I get a lot of help from Jillian to structure my day, my week, my months. But yeah, that has been a focus of mine as, as of late. Awesome. That's great to hear. Jillian, I, I've worked with Jillian, you know, since she started and she's quite amazing. So I'm glad that you have that support. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, I couldn't do without her. Is there um, something specific that attracted you about this role or about this company? Like what what was it that was like, you know, what Stroman Group, it, that's that's it. That's the one for me. 
Yeah, I, I was asked that question also when I first started, and and I don't want to sound stereotypical, and these are not mm -hmm. empty words or lip service. It re really was the focus that this company has on culture. That's mm -hmm. something I've been very uh, very involved with also in, in previous lives, mm -hmm. and uh, and the fact that it was always presented as a journey, not as a done deal, not as something that hey, this company has a great culture, so that's that. Uh, yeah. That really attracted me. The, the fact that this is a continuous effort that we always need to be paying attention to that. For me, that was incredibly exciting. Um, I also wanted to get into a new industry. My background, having been in orthopedics for a long time, yeah. and I saw dentistry as, as a booming area with a lot of things to learn, and it's been great ever since. Awesome. Well, we're we're happy to have you, and I also personally I see that you are interested in the culture. I I hear it in the town halls. Um, I see it even just the the small thing that I don't know if people have noticed, but it's been a shift that I personally feel has been impactful is hearing the um, amount of people or the smiles that we've impacted, you know, throughout throughout the, the past couple of years or year, I guess. Um, that's not something we talked about before. And it's such a small little thing. And, and again, I don't know if people notice it, but to me, that is such a huge shift. And I see it when I when I hear you talk about our programs and um, things that are available to the employees. And it's to me, I think you live it, uh, and and that's that's something that is refreshing to see for sure. Um, so I'm happy to hear that that's something that attracted you about the company for sure. Has it been impactful so far? Um, I, I've been here nine years, so it's been a huge impact for me, just very, very drastic change from when I started. But um, for your time here, have you, have you been impacted by the cultural journey? And if so, how? Oh. Enormously. I mean, I think that I might have said this in, in a few occasions already. I think that this company really leaves that 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 uh, focus on cultural on culture to the extent that I've probably done more introspection about myself and in, in how I can continue to grow and develop uh, in one year that I've done in the, probably the previous 10 years with other organizations. So wow. I do think that the ability to get and receive feedback and learn from that feedback has helped me. And I do. Uh, I think it continues to help me to be more focused on on both building on my strengths. Uh, mm -hmm. as well as continue to focus on my areas of improvement. And, and I, I have many, so uh, this podcast <laughs> will be too short for me to go through that list. Trust me, it's, it's still work in progress. We all do, we all do, don't worry. <laughs> um, what do you find is purposeful in your role? Like, wh What sense of purpose do you find um, in your role currently? Well, I think externally, as you already mentioned, right, the fact that we impact people's lives, I think that that's very, very rewarding. Now, to, to be honest, that also applies to every uh, company in the healthcare life sciences area, right? I think we're all there. There's nothing wrong with any other industry, but I do think we have that additional reward of just hearing patient stories and knowing how we can impact and restore that confidence and, and right. really give them a new a new sense of, of purpose. I think our, our the, the company's uh, purpose of unlocking the potential of people's lives is very true. I, I really or hardly uh, abide by that. I think as I look more from an organizational standpoint, what I also see as a very exciting uh, journey together is the fact that we're growing as a company from what was a small size company to a mid-sized company, and now we really get into a large multinational company that is still putting customers first and that is still paying attention to employees. It's always balancing those things as the bigger you get, the more risk there are is that, that you become more administrative and bureaucratic and there's mm -hmm. too much distance from your customers. And I yeah. think with balance, managing that balancing act is very exciting. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And, and that's so true because we are growing, but we are keeping or we are maintaining. The one thing I would like to hear is um, if you were able to go back to that very first 
day, right? That you were coming in and I believe Rob might still have been here. It was your very first day in on the job. Um, what advice would you give yourself now, right? If you were able to, to go back in time, what advice would you give yourself on that same day? Well, that day was hectic because yeah, I mean, Rob was uh, trans transitioning to Europe uh, and yeah. we're in the middle of NASM. That was the first day of NASM as well, which mm -hmm. was virtual. So so many things happening around. I don't know if I would have been able to listen to any advice really because I was just running from one place to the next. But uh, uh, jokes aside, I, in hindsight, the one thing I still need to do uh, a, a much better job is is spending time connecting with people. Um, I was very intentional about reaching out. We did a lot of different video calls. I was able to to at least you know get introduced to uh, the vast majority of our employees in North America. But uh, because of all the other things that I'm also uh, handling. I probably neglected a bit of, of that connection time. And I do realize the importance that that has. And that goes back to some of the things I've learned through the player learner workshops and through the, the 360s that I'm receiving. So yeah. this is a constant advice I'm giving myself is spend more time connecting with people, listening to what they have to say. We all want the organization to do better. And yeah. uh, and that is that is certainly uh, an area of focus of mine. That's yeah, that's that's real, right? Because that's building the relationships is what actually does it. That's what keeps the engagement going right for for everyone exactly. um <clears throat> what do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment surviving my first year in the company <laughs> <laughs> i like that we'll take that one <laughs> yeah look it's uh i'm really proud of what we built this year together i think that uh, um i was a bit hesitant when you were asking me about what made me join strom and i i this company has been doing really well from an external standpoint in terms of the the, the performance the revenue growth um uh, so I was a bit actually reluctant to, to come into a company that's doing really well because the, the possibilities of you messing that up are bigger than in a company that is not doing so well, right? Yeah. So, uh, but the fact that yeah, we were able to continue that growth and accelerate that growth and, and, and the, the help that I got from the team, that's something I'm incredibly proud of. Mm. Yeah, well, the, there's a higher risk, right? But a higher reward as well. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, what do you consider to be your biggest challenge? It's still time management. Yeah, I still think, that, and that probably applies to all of us. I think yeah, that yeah. combination of time management and probably work-life balance—you put those two equally mm -hmm. as important—is that you know you're going to be working that many hours a day, and there's there's so many different things that you can and need to work on. How you prioritize the ones that are more most impactful, how you move to the sidelines, the ones that don't need that much attention. Yeah. Uh, and again, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about you know going from meeting to meeting to meeting. Mm -hmm. There's probably a few meetings that if you really ask yourself, do we really need to have this meeting? Could have right, this right. thing done differently? Mm -hmm. I've introduced the concept of uh, creative distraction. As we keep adding things to what we always do, let's also look at what we can stop doing. The probably yeah, things yeah. That we were doing before that we don't need to continue doing now. Mm -hmm. So that's a constant focus. I wouldn't call it a challenge as much as a constant focus. I like that. Mm -hmm. Now, um, thank you for sharing the insight, right? Because um, I think it's important for our listeners and the organization as a whole to understand not just the way you think, not just your vision for the company, but your role and what it entails and the things that you're thinking through, you know, on a day to day basis. And I think that's kind of the essence of the podcast. We want to know what a day in your life is. So that includes the challenges that includes um, the things that you're looking to to change, to shift. Um, and your vision for the future. But it also includes you as a human, right? There is an Aurelio behind this. Um, so I would love if you can share something personal about you um, that most people might not know um, for our listeners. I think it'll be cool to get to know Aurelio, um, the person. So the one 
my call to fame. A few people know this already by now because I think that this is something people don't tend to forget when they hear it. So <laughs> I have um, happily married just for 17 years. Um, and we have two sets of twins and they're born the same day, one year apart. So I have four kids in one birthday. And uh, it did. Ha it happened naturally. So this was just, you know, how things happen. And it's such a such a great, great thing, because now in one birthday, we can't <laughs> forget that date is a big party is a big celebration. And then we're done for the rest of the year. So yeah, it's uh, if that's sort of efficient. I don't know what that is. That is uh, yeah, that is efficient. I like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, not not to pry, but is it close to like Christmas or anything like that or no? It's actually January 3rd. Yeah, very close to New Year's. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we do the whole holidays and then we're done. It's very efficient. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Wow. Two sets of twins. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, my husband's family has two sets of twins, actually. And I just I'm like, wow, how does that happen? And the same day birthday. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was, and they're one year apart. So when they were babies yeah. and toddlers, it was intense. I think that I was probably uh, sleep deprived for like three years straight. But 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 it was certainly worth it. And the house is always very, very uh, loud and, and and hectic. That's awesome. Can I ask you, boys, girls, mixture? Three girls, one boy. The two older ones just turned 14 and the two younger ones, 13. Wow. Oh my God. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to see a family picture at some point of these. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll that would be awesome. <laughs> sure. uh, well, with, with two sets of twins, um, you might not have that much free time. I was going to ask you, what do you like to do on your free time? <laughs> what free time? Yeah, exactly. What free time? Uh, no, I am a family man. I do like, you know, spending time with the family. Um, we love it in New England, so in winter we'll go skiing on weekends, mm -hmm. and in summer we'll take advantage of, you know, the the, the see and what the, the region has to offer too yeah i like reading i like traveling with uh traveling for uh, for fun particularly i mean i've traveled yeah. a lot for work and that is part of my job description but also with the family mm -hmm. so no i mean i think that free time is really mostly dedicated to to the family again that goes back to that work-life balance yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that because I think it's important, like I said, for us to know a little bit more about you and also that you understand, like you said, the work-life balance, um, you being in, in a very important role and also being able to navigate life in general with the two sets of twins. Yeah. Uh, you, you feel the pains that every parent has and, like I said, the work-life balance. So it's I think it's important to know that you know how that feels, right? Like the human side of you. So um, thank you, Aurelio, for your time. I appreciate you sharing with us. Um, thank you for giving us insight into your role and the way you think. Um, I am excited for the future. And like I said, I've seen, you know, I've heard from you. I see it vividly that you embrace our culture, um, that you believe in the company and in our culture. Um, you have been uh, promoting the programs that we have and all of that stuff. And it's just something to see. It's refreshing to see from, from the L&D standpoint. So thank you for that. Thank you for the support. And thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Kathy.